First off, I want to say we brought the end of the world back here with us. Oh my God, again? My cult is going to be so pissed. I told him we had until 2019. We have until Monday. A.K.A. Half God, Half Zilla, uh, with my co-host. Uh, yeah, this is Eli, A.K.A. Miles Delicious. Okay, I don't even know what that means. I'm scared, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a reference to something else. So, yeah, just we're don't, back. Just don't you forget it. <laughs> I don't think I can. I think it's burned in my memory. <laughs> yeah, so we're back with another episode, and yeah, we're just going to keep on trucking. This is actually like the last week of this. No. This is the first month. The we're first in August now. We're, we're in August, right? So grab your checks and come on. I'm not going to sing Bone. But anyway, we're the first month here. So since we're talking about the last week, shit didn't happen last week. So it's going to be boring episodes, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> but we'll talk about some bullshit right now. Uh, Eli, I'm going to let you lead off with this because we actually had a bunch of deaths that just happened. Uh, so, I'll let yeah. you, so I'll let you start with it first because I don't – well, I know I know this guy. But okay. I'll let you care. Who are we talking about first? Uh, we're talking about Wilfred Brimley, which I forgot to make a point, but oh well, whatever. Yeah, Wilfred we're going to talk Brimley, about Wilfred yes. Brimley. Yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, Wilfred Brimley, um, the diabetes guy. Uh, um, it's, the it's a shame that he's known for, as a meme now, you know. Yeah, the Quaker Oats guy. I know him from The Thing. And, he uh, was in The Thing. Yes. Okay. Blair, the Blair thing. He was the, he was the final boss. He was the the climactic battle. He was the one, the final form that they that Kurt Russell had to take out at the end of the movie. So, um, classic, one of my favorite movies of all time, favorite horror movies of all time. Um, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He was in uh, Cocoon as well. I remember from Cocoon. Uh, it's funny. That's he what was, I remember from Cocoon yeah. or anything else. And he looked yeah. the exact same Cocoon as he did now. So yeah, because he was eighty five years. I was first of all, I didn't. You know, I didn't know he was still alive, which is sad. <laughs> Second of all, he was 85, only 85. I thought he was 85 like 30 years ago. Well, so, so here's the cra- here's the crazy thing about it. He was like 50 in, in Cocoon. Yeah. So if you make the comparison, Robert Downey Jr. was older than him in Endgame than he was in Cocoon. <laughs> this <laughs> modern aging. I guess people don't age anymore. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that's how it is um so yeah and he was also in uh what that that shitty ewok movie that came out in the after return of the jedi i don't know if anybody remembers the the shitty star wars ewok movies that they put out for a while um he was in one of them uh yeah people I, say people want to shit on the last jedi but no the ewoks movies are way worse so yeah that's the thing if george lucas comes out and says this movie doesn't exist anymore that should tell you how bad the movie is <laughs> yeah um yeah he's he's just been a he's just been in a bunch of uh character actor you know i can't yeah he's been in so many movies you know Wilf, wilford brimley um wasn't he on the waltons or something like that tv show not stuff? not the waltons but i think he had another show that was like a waltons ripoff okay yeah sorry 
because I knew he had like a bunch of soap opera actresses in there and stuff like that. So that's all I remember from that. So like westerns uh, and shit. And uh, wasn't it Lonesome Dove? Lonesome Dove was in it. Maybe that's what is it? What it was? China Syndrome. <laughs> yeah, he he's just had a you know one of those one of those guys. One of those yep. actors, you know. And then he did the diabetes commercials, and then that was it. He just, I'm going to just collect this check, and that's going to be it. Yeah, you know. So, so yeah. rest in peace. Good journey to Wilfred Brimley, a.k.a. Blair Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and next one, I'll be honest with you, Eli, I've never even heard of this person before, but I'll let you go from that. So we got, uh, yeah, I'll let you take over from there. Okay, director Alan Parker. Yes, he directed uh, Pink Floyd The Wall, cult classic. Um, okay. I, Mississippi Burning. Um, oh, see that that movie gave me traumatic. It was like one of those movies I saw when I was like really, really young, and watching <laughs> it like really fucked me up. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else did he do? Um, a really good movie called The Commitments, which I which is you know a favorite of mine. It came out in the nineties. It's about this uh, Irish band. They they play soul covers. Motown covers and they're in like this small town. They kind of tour small towns in Ireland and it's really funny. And it's just about the life of this band and the shit that they go through. And if, you know, because I, I, I'm, I've been in bands, I, I always related to it and I thought it was kind of funny. Um, but what else is he? Oh, Angel Heart. There you That's go. That's what I was going to say. That's what you sent me, Angel Heart. Yeah. yeah so explain, Angel explain Heart. what Angel Heart is. You know, Angel Heart's fucked up. Uh, it's one. It's a really creepy. Been a bunch of fucked up movies, so creepy horror terror flick. Robert De Niro and Mickey Work. I guess they're beefing now for some shit. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is when they uh, yeah, back in their prime eighties. Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet gets naked in Angel Heart. So and I think they go got a kicked off Cosby Show for that or something <laughs> like. That. I don't know. Yeah, Angel Heart is really creepy. It's you know, uh, Mickey Rourke is his. Wait, wasn't that movie rated X? Or NC NC seventeen or something? Maybe it I is. I think so. I think it was banned in theaters. Yeah, I saw it on video, of course. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but it's really creepy. It deals with voodoo, and you know they go to the south in Louisiana, and you know there's like a voodoo cult and shit. Um, funny story. Uh, my nephew, I watched it one night, late one night, and earlier that evening, my nephew like wiped out on his bike and got a bloody nose. Mm -hmm. You know, and after I watched this movie, you know, it was all like, you know, it was probably like one in the morning. I turn off the lights. I go into the bathroom, flick on the light and the sink was just splashed in blood. And it like freaked me <laughs> like right after watching this movie. That's what I, <laughs> I go and I'm like, whoa. And it was, of course, my nephew's blood, his bloody nose got all over the place. But I always remember that that, that was pretty creepy. A little crazy that's story about Angel Crazy Heart. you associate that to Angel Heart, so. <laughs> yeah, but it, I just Angel remember it was that movie on a, uh, HBO I had to watch when my parents went to sleep, that's all. <laughs> so. Yeah, so Angel Heart's a really cool, like, horror flick, creepy horror flick with uh, naked Lisa Bonet. So, you know, rest in peace to Alan Parker. He he made so many other movies. I can't think of them all, but yeah. Another, another, another auteur has, uh, you know, makes his journey. So, so crazy. And as for now, the last death we're going to talk about is, yeah, this is a crazy one. I want to say how crazy this is. So, yeah, first want to say rest in peace to Herman Cain. So, oh, wrong, wrong picture. My fault. Wrong picture. Wrong picture. I meant to. 
<laughs> I meant to put I meant to put a different picture up, but anyway, yeah. So recipes of Herman Cain. He's in the background, whatever. So point is, we're trying to make with Herman Cain is that if anybody haven't heard about what Herman Cain happened, is that uh, doing first off, Trump had a rally. His first rally he had like in four or five months, but like they decided to have it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on June June nineteenth, because he never heard of Juneteenth before. So because of that. He decided to, oh, well, I'm going to just do it on a different day and decide to go down there also. And then while they're doing that, people saying you don't need to have masks, maskless, like political thing. For some reason, people it's think masks and shit. Right. It's a hoax. It's made by the government, whatever. Herman Cain was leading the charge on that. He was leading the charge on that. Basically, you know, he had hashtag blacks for Trump. You don't need masks. Fuck masks. You know, all stuff like that. So he had taken pictures at the rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, with no masks on, which I had the picture of it. I don't have it right now, whatever. So that happens. About two, three weeks later, then all of a sudden he started getting sick, started getting COVID, passed away from COVID. So basically he died from the main thing they told him not to do. Why? Because he was following Donald Trump, going around telling people that they don't need masks. So here's my thing. What I'm trying to tell you, the point I'm trying to make with everybody is stop trying to politicize this stuff. This stuff is real. COVID is real. COVID is on the rise. People are dying left and right from doing stupid shit. Now, rest in peace to Herman Cain and everybody else that did that. But at the same time, they're telling you all this stuff for a reason. Don't just throw your life away just for no reason, especially when you already have health issues. So that's all I got to say on that. Now, I know people are going to get pissed on me about why am I talking about, you know, Herman Cain or mention him? Why didn't mention, you know, like John Lewis that also passed this week? Or why didn't I talk about, you know, Mega Evans' brother Charles ever passed this week? Guess what, motherfucker? I just did. So, yeah. Next topic. Yeah. <laughs> No I, ain't, demon sperm. I, I ain't saying shit. Right. <laughs> no demon sperm. Let's just jump on those. You know oh, what? Yeah, Let, let's talk about demon sperm. Let's talk about demon sperm for yeah. a second. Why not? It reminds me of the X-Files, so fuck it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ask if your doctor, what, four out of five doctors rep, uh, recommend demon sperm. You notice how everybody's looking at it right now. Now, the funny thing about this doctor is because Trump basically saying he found a uh, cure for COVID-19 and it's through that what that weird uh, Clorox uh, drug, bleach drug, whatever it is. Drink bleach. That's what it is right there. And apparently this doctor is saying that she believes in it and she has the cure for COVID. She's cured 200 pages, whatever like that, which is utter complete bullshit. Yeah. And here's the thing, Eli. Now, people were and going crazy. Ca- and call her at 1-800-MISS-CLEO. <laughs> Right, because that's what I want to talk about this, because the thing that's saying that she's saying she did and the way the media is talking about her and all the stuff she did, like she's talking about uh, alien DNA and she's talking about uh, sex with demons and stuff like that. Eli, I did some digging on her. She's actually way worse than what we thought she was. So is she a demon? (laughs) She's not a demon. She's not a demon, but she's a fucking cult leader. Like, I, I, I actually, like, some reason I went to this rabbit hole on Twitter one time. I followed her Twitter page. I clicked on her YouTube page, and I fell asleep while watching her YouTube page. I have nightmares, Eli. That sounds like that sounds like a shitty night, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, you know, when you're so tired, you can't really, like, click off the remote. So you just, especially on YouTube, so you just let it play. That was the fuck happened. So she's just talking about all this weird shit and stuff like that and doing all this chanting and talking about she's a, oh, what the fuck did she say she was? A fire something fire i don't know whatever anyway i get what she's saying about the sex demons i'm not going to convert anybody saying what she's talking about the sex demons but i get what she's talking about the sex demons basically she's saying about she's based on my like the incubus and the succubus we've heard about that shit before right 
myth, you know, they invade your dreams, get into you, oh, yeah. whatever. I'm a, I'm a metalhead. I've, I've no, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not a metalhead. I just know that Ma- shit. Many, many bands are like named after that shit. <laughs> right. So that's basically what she was talking about. But the thing was, she was using like Bible verses to say, no, this shit is real. I'm like, oh, so she actually believes in this shit. Okay, yeah, she's fucking nuts, you know. And the demon, uh, not the demon, the uh, the alien DNA and all this shit like that, you know, she's saying they have. And I'm thinking, like, alien DNA, that they're using that to cure uh, diseases. Like, that's the fucking first season of Asian the Shield. So, that's, my whole, that's, that's the whole fucking plot of the X-Files. That's what I'm saying. Like, everything she's saying, like, did she just stay up one night and watch, I don't know, Naked Night or some shit? Or, you know, <laughs> Disney Plus, just like, damn. That's a good ass episode. I bet you that shit is true, you know. So <laughs> she decided to go out and just just do this shit. But she's a doctor. She's experimental people do. It. Is she like some kind of mad scientist? Does she have like? Do we need to investigate her a little bit more? Uh, you know, uh, if it wasn't so hilarious, it'd be fucking terrifying. That's what I'm saying, Eli. That's my <laughs> whole point. Somebody <laughs> needs to have a pen and paper right now and write down every fucking thing that has happened in 2020 because in 2021 and 2022, we're gonna forget this shit. And people, and we're going to tell our grandkids about this shit. They're like, yeah. no fucking way that shit happened. Like, yes, yeah. all, all this shit happened. Trump will be the president that endorsed a fucking nutcase witch doctor fucking cult leader. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, to get people to go to his rallies so he could get reelected and shit. Right. That's, yeah. People are dying left and right at his rallies. Yeah. So, so hey, I need some nut, nut, nut job to tell him it's safe. oh man what what a world we live in man okay now while we're going on that i just want to just briefly i watched the i watched tv show i know you didn't watch it but i no i did not yeah yeah i know i know you have your your qualms about that and i get into the reason why you have your qualms about not watching this but the thing i watched this weekend and i watched this whole weekend was umbrella academy uh season two it finally dropped this weekend the reason i watched it and I had to watch this weekend because, you know, anytime you watch something on Netflix and it's a TV show, you're on the clock. You're on a timer because you have to hurry up and watch the show and finish it before assholes on social media spoil every single thing about it. Oh, yeah? No. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what that's what assholes do on, on there. Uh, can we talk? I'm just going to briefly talk about the origins of my, uh, my fault. I mean, it's what the Umbrella Academy and also the reason why Eli hates this show. <laughs> okay yeah because like yeah, i said but well i know but i know you're gonna jump in on this part anyway <laughs> hopefully if you don't anyway umbrella academy for those that don't know like I said, it's comic bullies this is a comic book show umbrella academy is a comic book adaptation uh and it was made by eli's boy <laughs> uh gerard way and for those that, that don't hot know, little bitch Ooh, look at what? that hot little bitch <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a guy that writes comics so <laughs> uh, and for those that don't know he is actually one of the singers or in the middle of the band of my chemical romance so i did not know that i didn't know that was a thing apparently he was writing comics before the band blew up and it just blew up out of him. And, he, and he actually writes more than just uh umbrella academy he writes a bunch of stuff also because you want to know notice that umbrella academy seems kind of familiar I mean, stop me if you heard this before. It's about uh, it's about this eccentric billionaire who gets a bunch of teenagers and adopts them and uh, lives in their house, and they'll have these strains yeah. and insane powers, and they fight the bad guys. Sounds familiar? Yeah, sounds like X Men. Yeah, it's emo X Men. But 
Here's the thing. Well, isn't isn't X Men already emo though? So what's the point? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it all comes from a different place because this thing I'm about to drop a knowledge bomb on everybody. So yes, Umbrella Academy does sound like X Men. But guess what? Not only is Umbrella Academy rip off of X Men, X Men is a rip off of Boom Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. So. It all comes from the same place. X-Men is a complete ripoff of Doom Patrol. It's the same thing. It's a sick billionaire. Got a bunch of teenagers uh, with superpowers and blah, blah, blah. That's why you watch Uncapped. You're like, I've seen this before. And a lot of people think like Doom Patrol is just a ripoff of X-Men. No, it's the exact opposite. X-Men is a ripoff of Doom Patrol. Let me get. Let me take a guess. Mm-hmm. They travel in time. That's exactly what they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Are, are, you, are, you, are you fucking with me, Eli? Are you fucking with me? <laughs> Of course. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm like, I know. I'm serious. They travel in time, do they? They travel in time. That's the that's the entire episode. They travel in time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I so, saw the trailer. I saw them, like in the past. So I'm like, oh, they're doing that. You know. They're doing. Yeah. It, it's. I mean, that's the thing right now. Every they're doing travel, that too. You know. Yeah, doing it also. Well, Doom Patrol isn't technically. Age of the Shield is time traveling. <laughs> time traveling is a thing right now. Everybody's time traveling right now. Once in game, you know, unpop, uncock, unpop that cork. It's just fucking. It's just overseas. Or Doctor everybody. Who, or you know, or X Men. Doctor Who, Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> whatever you know. And I talk about Agents of Shield being a Legends of Tomorrow ripoff. Also, but we talk about that later on. Right now, we're talking about uh, Doom Patrol. No, Umbrella you know, you know who hasn't hasn't done time travel? Who? Star Wars. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. It's coming. <laughs> so many is going to be like, you know what? We haven't done it. Somebody listening to this podcast is going to be like, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, like, these guys are fucking geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Once Kevin Feige takes over, that's what we're doing. We're going back in time. Exactly. <laughs> okay, baby Yoda, open up the time portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever weird shit he's going to do. Anyway, let's talk about uh, Umbrella Academy. I'm going to just give a quick recap of what happened, a quick review of what I thought about the episode, uh, the whole season. Uh, first off, season two is like 100% way better than the season one. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is about season two, which is way better, but it just it just grabbed you like immediately. Like the first 10 minutes of the episode, you're going to have be like, what the fuck? I'm mean, out, you know, just happened. And so it lets you know exactly what season two is about. Like I said, time travel, blah, blah, blah. And the whole season pretty much is set up about what they go on from there. And like I said, you get now, if you've seen what, you know, the Umbrella Academy looks like, you've seen the post of them, they all look like basically like a JCPenney ad. You know, you got uh, somebody black, you got somebody Asian, you got somebody Mexican, you're gay, blah, 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 whatever like that. So they got a monkey, too. They killed him anyway. Oh, what the fuck, man? Oh, I, oh, half a monkey, whatever. Actually, no, they meet the monkey in time travel. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yes, there's a monkey in there. <laughs> uh, but the point is, OK. Now, we know as far as time travel, and any time travel show that we ever see, it's always the same thing. It's time travel is only fun if you're a white man. If you're anything but a, a straight white man, time travel sucks. <laughs> that's, the trope, that's the trope in any TV or movie episode you ever see. So the thing is, like I said, since everybody in Umbrella Academy is basically a JCP ad, uh, JCPenney ad. As long wait, as they JC, go in the past, right? Wait, JCPenney think- went out of, out of business. Yeah. We can't use that. Anyway, never mind. Another victim of COVID. Yeah, I, but yeah, yeah they but, went to pass. Yeah, because I don't think white folks want to go in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I didn't think about it the opposite way. You know? <laughs> Planet of the Apes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! The 
go get it. anyway what we talking about yeah <laughs> all right so like i said uh everybody you know so since you got you know a black member you got a gay member you got a woman member you got whatever so you got all these crazy situations you're going to back in the 60s you know so you got these deep themes that you're dealing with while they're dealing with you know the the main plot of what's going on but of course you're gonna deal with racism you're gonna deal with sexism you're gonna deal with homophobia you're gonna deal with mccarthyism uh, you're gonna deal with cultism because we see we're talking about cult leaders. One of the members of the team become a cult leader, you know, because for some reason back in the '60s with the hippies and shit like that, everybody was starting cults. Whatever, you know, it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else they deal with? Oh, uh, yeah, just just all kind of stuff that was going on. Anything you can think of. That's what the show was like briefly did about. But the thing is, you take all these people and you drop many situations. But guess what? They have superpowers. For instance. The black, the uh, the black character on on the on the team. Of course, she goes in the '60s. She married a civil rights leader. So you know, back in the civil rights, you know, they were trying to do uh, nonviolent protests. She's like, first time she was like, "Cool, that's okay." Next time she's like, "Nah, fuck that. I'm using my powers." <laughs> you know, and what she does. Some, she got. She ain't got uh, electricity, does it? Does she? <laughs> no, she's the one black superhero that doesn't have electricity powers. <laughs> now, why is that a trope? I have no idea, but yeah, that's the thing. But no, nah, her powers is that she can just mind control you, some shit like that. You know, that's what okay. she does. So, uh, and, and that's the thing. And the thing I like about this this season versus last season is that even though, like I said, everybody's, you know, black and Asian and Mexican and whatever like that, they actually re- really feel like a real family. Like they bicker with each other, they argue with each other, they fight with each other, they got each other's back all the time. So the chemistry with the cast is like really, really there. Everybody's favorite cast member who just steals the show every time is number five. Everybody loves number five. You that guy is such a good actor, you forget that he's like a sixteen year old kid because he's he playing he's playing a sixty year old in a sixteen year old sixteen year old kid body. So you you forget about that, but when he's playing it, you just don't even think about it at the time. So that's what I love about the show. So they really went there. Uh, I did a quick, uh, brief, like, recap and read on what the TV, uh, the comic was about. A bunch of shit they changed, a bunch of stuff that kind of stayed the same. For the most part, this is kind of based on, uh, like, the second trade of the comic, which, you know, was called Dallas. And, like I said, they trying to tell it back in time in Dallas. Back in 1963, uh, 10 days before Kennedy gets shot, you know. Oh, okay. So they have you know, reservations about stuff. And it was weird because, like I said, the name of the show is Umbrella Academy and the main guy walks around with an umbrella and I didn't realize this, the the day that Kennedy got shot on the grassy knoll, there was a guy standing there with with an umbrella. Yeah. So, uh, you knew that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My dad dad lived in Texas for a while. I I went to the Conspiracy Museum in Dallas right on the grassy knoll. I didn't know there was a a conspiracy museum. Yeah, and that talks about, oh, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy but but yeah and, that, and, and, was, and that's yeah. what this show does like i said it throws all kind of conspiracy oh this would really have with kennedy because oh, yeah. i mean if you're going to make a, a a season about kennedy why not throw in some crazy ass conspiracy, conspiracy theories so they're trying to say that the guy with the umbrella was you know with them okay and again but, reminds me of x-files the x-files did the same shit <laughs> <laughs> right if you say shit so cancer uh, man cigarette smoking man was the guy who shot kennedy on x-files <laughs> oh they did that okay oh yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, hey, and the X-Men, I think they said, no, the Magneto didn't kill him. Magneto tried to save him, but whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He tried to curve the bullet or something. Some shit. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, uh, if you don't hate My Chemical Romance, this uh, this show is for you. You And if you <laughs> sort of kind of like X-Men, this show is for you also. So I really liked it. Uh, I do yeah. think it's a better show than Doom Patrol because Doom Patrol is on season two right now. And Doom Patrol is like it's getting me, but it's not just grabbing me. 
Oh, but this one just like I had to just binge watch this shit. Just like, oh, I gotta watch that episode. Gotta watch that episode. So, Eli, let me ask you this. So, so we got you got Netflix business model of dropping TV shows, and you got everybody else business model of dropping TV shows like DC Universe and it's like that. So, how do you prefer it for them to drop an episode each week where we can sit down, discuss it, break it down, talk about it, or do you just want to just dump everything at one time and you got to binge watch it before uh, assholes on the internet just spoil everything? Yeah, I like the week at a time. It gives it gives us something to do, something to look forward to instead of, you know, I hate binge watching shit and then it's over. You know, yeah, you, you know, yeah. I'm, I like, I'm trying I like to think of a, a show that both of us watched that we were like really into. Ma- Mandalorian. I, Mandalorian, I, but yeah. I, I'll even give you one better, even better than Mandalorian, even though Mandalorian was awesome. Game of Thrones. I, you I watch don't Game watch of Thrones. Game. I don't watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> but I know everybody else watches Games of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. So that was a, imagine, that was a weekly thing, yeah. Right. So imagine if they just dropped the entire season of Game of Thrones in one day. And you got to hear him binge watch it before yeah. every asshole on the internet spoils everything. Yeah, then then and then I don't think our feelings would have been as hurt. And it wouldn't it wouldn't have been as torturous, I think. If we, <laughs> or maybe it would have been, or maybe it would have been, it would have been just but, as torture. But, but then you, you get like you know, because Game of Thrones was like dick punch after dick punch, and 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 you had to wait. It would always leave you. Led you got to wait a year with where you got like sore nuts for a year to find out what happens. Mm-hmm. And just, <laughs> but, but that's the whole point because you got a chance to let the episode sink in. Yeah, uh, that's you why get a I like to talk I like, about it. Man, what do I yeah. think about this? What do I think about that? You know. Yeah, you can't I, do that if Netflix has dropped everything just at one time, and you have to be like you can use that theory that okay, so they dropped one time, I can watch episode here, watch episode here. You can't do that. You can't do that because it would take you about ten weeks or nine weeks to finish it. You got two months to finish it if you try to do it that way. By then, everything has been spoiled. There's yeah. no point even watching after that. You know. Yeah. So, but. I mean, like yeah. I said, but if they did spread out Umbrella Academy like over two months or three months like that, I think it would give a chance for people to to. I think it give a chance for the people to find this audience, like the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, you know, we because we kept talking about it over and over and over again. More people are like, well, let me just check it out, see what they see what they have. You know, mm-hmm. people start getting subscriptions to you know Disney Plus and stuff like that because people we had a chance to like break each episode down. I don't think the Mandalorian would have been as special to us if they just would have dropped just all whatever episodes. Boom, there you go. Have at it. You yeah. know. Well, especially when we got a chance to look at it. So that's my thing. They um, did that with the Clone Wars too. I mean, that's what Disney does. They just drop a drop an episode a week and it's, you know. It's right. Cool. And give you time to like really sink in. You yeah. know, that's that's my thing. Because that way, I don't know. That's I say that, but I don't know. I'm kind of glad I got a chance to watch all of this episode at one time. But the thing is, okay, so we drop it at one time. We drop How many kind of, was it? How many episodes was it? Like 10 episodes or like that. But How the long? thing is. Are they half hour? Uh, like, no, they're, they're hour. They're hour. You know, oh, okay. 50 minutes, so like that, you know. But but the point is, oh, you got the, my entire timeline talking about Umbrella Academy over this weekend, but we already know, Eli, next weekend, nobody's going to be talking about this show. We yeah. will already be on to something else, talking about something else completely. No one, no one will give a shit about emo X-Men. <laughs> or, or X-Men. <laughs> or X-Men. Oh, <laughs> uh, move, moving on past that. So, like I said, since we talked since we're talking about Disney Plus, I don't know how we gotta talk about Disney Plus. Let's talk about Beyonce. Here's the okay. thing for 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 yeah. a comic book po- oh not not comic oh, shit. Let me delete that shit. <laughs> yeah. My chemical romance and X-Men. You lost me. You, you, not, you, <laughs> right. I was just talking yeah. to myself. I'm, I'm just, there's a wall right there I'm just talking to by myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man, nothing so, for and, me there. <laughs> so yeah, but what I talk about, we got Beyonce just dropped her new uh her new special called Black is King. Now the thing I want to talk about to Eli because the thing is for being a comic book podcast, we talk about Beyonce a lot on here. It's just. I guess just a thing because Beyonce just always in the news. Beyonce, she take a shit. You know, we we say what color it was. I actually, but, I actually worked a, a Beyonce show. I, oh really? I, I yeah, I was a stagehand. I like loaded did, did out you, her did stage. You, did you pass out when she came on stage? Oh uh, no, I was in, I was backstage. <laughs> I, I could see her backstage. I was backstage while she was performing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting for her to fire. I was like, where is she fucking done yet? I want to fucking leave. I had to wait, you know, because we got to wait till the show's done. And then we then we load out. We're there till 2, 3 in the morning, breaking down oh, oh, the stage and Okay, shit. I just want to just say this. It's Eli talking shit about Beyonce, not me. So, <laughs> so Hey, she was just taking her sweet time. I mean. I'll, I'll just say know, Eli because they have this group online called. She didn't, have to do, she didn't have to do those 10 extra choruses of single ladies at the encore. Like I said, it's, it's Eli. It's Eli. It's not me. Attack him. Thrash Jaws at Thrash Jaws. <laughs> yeah, bring it. I, no one follows me on Twitter. It, it's the beehive, Eli. It's the beehive. They will come for you. <laughs> come bitch at me. Yeah. <laughs> it is not. We are not allowed to blaspheme Beyonce on social media media <laughs> well, bad I, got things to, would happen. I, I got to see your ass for a couple hours so there you go <laughs> well there you go for a couple hours uh, thumbs up double about? thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about oh yeah beyonce Beyonce's Je- ass. not uh black is king not jesus king black is king okay so black is king is the thing that beyonce dropped on disney plus and the reason we talk about this is because people were freaking the fuck out on what beyonce was going to do Thank you. Get it off my chemical romance. Well, what Beyonce was going to do and what is she going to do with Disney Plus? Is she going to be on the Black Tap soundtrack? Is she going to be in Black Panther 2? And everybody was just freaking the fuck out for no reason. All she was going to do would just be, uh, would just do this uh, thing or whatever she was. I guess it's like a, a hour and a half music video. It's like Hamilton, basically. It's like Hamilton. So that's what she's doing right now. But people are freaking out thinking that she's going to be the next storm. She's working out a deal with Disney. You know, and it wasn't going to be that. And you know how bad it got, Eli? This is how bad it got. Uh, there was a petition that went out. And the petition was, I can't even that read That wasn't you. Like, was that one of yours again? This wasn't me this time. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I should have pulled that one up too, but I don't want, I don't even want that one to uh, get out there. <laughs> you know, But I think it's like 85,000 signatures right now as far as uh, people trying to stop Beyonce from becoming Storm. Uh, she's not going to become Storm. She was never in talks to become a Storm. Marvel is not dumb enough to make her be Storm. They're not Fox. They're not going to do this shit. When they do, or if they bring Storm in, it's going to be somebody that people, you know, the fans will actually like. Uh, whoever that's going to be. You know. Um, I guess nobody got to add on about that. Can we move on to the Vidge Gang section? Sure. Okay. This is going to be a long one right here. Let's see. We got that. We got that. So we're going to talk about Halo again, yeah. I guess it's, it's Halo is a thing that's coming. Reason I want to talk about it briefly is because uh, we just find out, and I think I forgot about it. Yeah, it's gonna be free to play now. The reason it's gonna be free to play, so that means because you know they got this Xbox Live, right? I don't know if you got an Xbox, whatever, like that. Xbox Live, $60 a year, anything like that. Halo uh, Infinite is completely bypassing that. So okay. it's free to play. You don't have to uh, pay anything for it, which is good. And actually, there's a lot of rumors going around right now that. Xbox Live, like as a pay subscription, that six dollars that might be going away. Like even for regular okay. Xbox, because the thing is, like you can play Halo Infinite on PC, 
And every Xbox game that is on PC right now is free. So I'm like, if I can play every Xbox game on free for PC, you know, better, that looks better, and I don't have to pay, why am I getting an Xbox for that? You know, I should just do that. It just makes more sense. So it seems like that's eventually what Xbox is going away. But just because it's going away doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. Doesn't mean they're just going to really promote that Game Pass uh, thing. They going right now because that's more expensive than Xbox Live anyway. You know, okay. so that's that's what we that's what we're looking forward to. Uh, and also going to be on what's the thing? The Xbox Series X is going to be at 120 frames per second. This my my mind can't fathom that. You know. Imagine playing Halo, you know, in such a godly frame rate. You know, that's just Tried, me. man. We're gonna we're going in. We are living <laughs> in the future. <laughs> now, good news for Xbox, bad news for PlayStation. We just found some more news actually today, uh, right before we recorded this shit. And it turns out that this Marvel game, Marvel the Avengers, you know, the Avengers coming out is gonna be on every platform, stuff like that. But Spider-Man has been announced as DLC character, and he's going to only be on PlayStation. Now, Eli, oh. I think this, I think it's a bad move. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think a lot of things Sony is doing is bad move. I think it's bad for everybody. Now, as far as like a, a exclusive DLC, that's always been bad. But Sony has continuously been fucking up and they're holding back everything else. The thing is, everybody wants co- uh, cross-play right now. We want to play. I want to have an Xbox that I can play on PlayStation, that I can play on PC, that I can play on Nintendo Switch. And here's the thing. Everybody is on board except playstation they're holding everybody else back so when people bring a new game out they can't do it because playstation don't want to do it because they're in the lead they think they can call the call the shots and make the rules and i don't think that's right you know so they're doing the same thing with spider-man spider-man is going to be in it so you, if you want to get it you got to get Spider- was it the spider-man game only on playstation too right i mean but i think sony like I don't know. If, like, like I said, Sony makes a Spider-Man movie, so maybe they got some kind of deal with Spider-Man games, stuff like that. Because Spider-Man hasn't been on anything but PlayStation, like in a while. So I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on with that. Uh, I kind of feel bad about that, but like I said, I played the Spider-Man game. I'm cool. And hell, as long as I get Black Panther on there, I'm good. So fuck it. Plus, have no fear. Even though you're not getting Spider-Man, guess who we are getting, Eli? Hawkeye. All right. Yeah. Everybody's the least favorite Avenger. So, uh, that means saying, can we move on to the next part of the podcast? All I want to talk about the video game shit. I ain't want to go long and long. Okay, sure. Okay, so like I said, this is the comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books, and I guess we're gonna, you know, Eli, should you go first? Because you got more shit than I do. Are you doing Empire? Yeah, yeah, you do. So Empire. I guess I should do first. Okay, I'm not I'll gonna do, do Empire. I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll, boot, I'll I'll do both tie-ins together because there's just tie-ins. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Oh damn. What, I didn't do it. Oh well, fuck it. We'll go to this. Number two. Okay. You got number two. I do actually. No, we're on number three. Yeah, I, but I yeah. saw number two up there. So. Yeah. Uh, so I fucked it up. That's the wrong one. Anyway, what we're gonna do is uh, the first book I'm gonna review is actually not Empire, but an Empire tie-in, which is X Men number two. What I have up there, I think that was what I had. Anyway, oh, maybe that's what it said. Maybe yeah, was, I just saw number two. Maybe. No. Empire I number just, two. No, I just got the wrong one. That's all. But it's cool. Okay, so X-Men number 10 is what this is. And basically what the book is about, and I think I should do that. Yeah, because that's what you used to do. So basically what the book is about, we're talking about uh, Vulcan. Vulcan is the guy we're talking about right now. And apparently, now it's a whole lot of stuff that the book don't even get into. They're basically talking about the War Kings, which Hickman mentions 
zero about in this book. But the thing is about the War of Kings is that it was a basically Vulcan who is Gabriel Summers, who is Cyclops' other brother that was retconned in the history not long ago, uh, eventually went fucking nuts and took over the, the Shi'ar Empire. And when he did that, he got into a fight with Black Bolt and they fought, their fault was, their fight was so epic that they actually uh, cracked a hole in the universe that they both got sucked into. So what they're doing now is it's a flashback where Gabriel Summers is actually talking to, well, he's not being talked to, he's actually being tortured by some aliens that's on the other side of the universe called the Cancerverse. And they open up his chest. And then when they open up his chest, they find it, it's called the, uh, they say it's a fire burning inside him, which they actually see his heart is made of a freaking uh, fireball. That's what they find from him. So they decide that, you know what, we decided to do some extra shit to him. And that's, there you go right there. You can see and they open up his chest. And they can see a fireball in his chest and they actually did something to him. So, they, you know, he did something to him where he's no longer like murderous, like a maniac anymore. Because now we see Gabriel when he's in the summer's house, all he's doing is just laying around having orgies and shit with uh, a bunch of freaky X-Men chicks that, you know, we don't even know the names of because they did something to his mind. So he's like docile now. So all he does now, and I don't know the name of these ex-chicks, uh, we're just going to call them Betty and Veronica. <laughs> yeah, they want to have a drink. They basically, uh, Cyclops and everybody else in the house is gone out. They're on vacation. They, they took Wolverine with them, too. So they're on vacation. And they're like, wow, they're gone. Why don't we invite like some cute mutants from Krakoa, invite them to the moon, and why don't we like, really throw a party? Because that's where you are right now. They're on the, the, the summer's household is in the moon. And they've been keeping up with Empire, which I know nobody has, the Kakati, Katari, Katari, Kotati, Kotati, that's the name, the Kotati, they're also on the moon. So Gabriel is just like, you know what, fuck this, I'm, I'm going to go walk, and I, 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 when I come back for the orgy later on, but right now I just need to just clear my head, you know. So he goes walking, he keeps walking and walking and walking until he actually gets to the green area of the moon, which is where the Kotati is at, you know, planning their, their invasion, you know. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to show you this picture right here. So he's walking, that's where he's seeing the green area of the moon right there, like, ooh epic you know so he talks to the katati he can understand their language stuff like that and he's basically telling him uh i see what y'all doing i know y'all about to invade earth you don't have to do that because i already know if you invade earth it's not going to end well for you and plus if you and i I get it because these humans they need to die but if you be the ones to kill them you you know you're not doing uh what does that make you it basically makes you some bad guys so they basically get to fighting they fight uh, and they able to finally get him down. But he takes like a bunch of women before he actually goes down. And he's basically saying, you know, I was holding back, right? I really didn't want to kill any of you guys. And they were like, no, we're going to find out something more about you. So what they do is that they got this, you know, plant that's supposed to be like some kind of true serum. And it's like going to like suck inside of him and like find out more information about him. And that's when he starts freaking out. You know, like that. Remember like Rambo on uh, First Blood? Right okay. before they're about to shave him and shit. Oh, yeah, the flashback and shit? Yeah, he starts having, like, the weird-ass flashback. He's finding out what the, what the aliens did when they tortured him. And they basically said what they did is that, like, the evil version of, Gabe, uh, of Gabriel, they basically buried him. So the Katari, what they're doing, they're fucking with him, and he just goes fucking nuts. He goes nuclear, just starts just blowing up shit, just starts destroying shit, fucking up everybody. I got to go this panel right here. Come on, give it to me. Yeah, so like I said, he's Vulcan. He conquered an entire universe by, well, uh, a galaxy by himself. So the Katari are nothing to him. And he pretty much kills all of them on the planet. And he basically tell you, okay, the rest of y'all get the hell out of here. And he's able to kill everybody except one of them. Only one of them are left. And the one that's left when the other Katari gets there, they basically say, uh, he whispers one word, Krakoa. 
And they're like, okay, so when we go down there and we fuck up Earth, we need to make sure we fuck Krakoa up first. Whatever is going on down there. The end. So, yeah. So he basically pulled a Captain Marvel. Is that what happened in Captain Marvel book? Well, doesn't oh, you talking about Captain Marvel movie? No, is that what Captain Marvel does? Is oh, that yeah, why everyone... yeah, because, yeah, because they subdued her and she was docile, but then she realized she's more powerful than she realizes. And Yeah, but it, he was a lot more murderous, basically. <laughs> like, she does, just does, blew does, a bunch of... Does, do motherfuckers hate on him? Oh, no, they love uh, Vulcan. Even though he's a retcon <laughs> character that shows up, like, in the 2000s. They love this guy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, basically, because he has orgies with mutant chicks all day. How do you how do you hate a guy like that? Because that's what he does. At the end, he just has an orgy with the two Betty and Veronica mutant chicks, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to give this book a, a, a three out of five. I, I'm pretty sure that nothing in this book is related to anything that's going to happen later on in Empire or in X-Men. So it's just a throwaway filler book. It's just whatever. So. Yeah. I, I I thought you were gonna do Empire first, cause no, I got the tie-ins. Um, dude, do you want me to do both tie-ins? Uh, I, I, you know what? Wait, 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 wait. No, <laughs> not yet, <laughs> not yet. Let me go ahead and do Empire. Let me go ahead and get. You want Empire. me to do Vader? I did Vader. I got. I did Darth. Do Vader. Vader. Do Vader. Okay. okay. Do Vader. Then we then All we right. get to well, it. Well, let yeah. me pull that up now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull that. I'll pull the Vader book up. Vader number three. Darth Vader number three. Um. So basically, what's going on? This takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Um, Darth Vader has revealed to himself that he is Luke's father. And, um, but he's pissed off that Luke didn't join him. So now he's like, who the fuck made Luke weak? You know, I'm going to go and find out why Luke is such a bitch and he wouldn't join the dark side. So he's been going around the galaxy, going to Tatooine, visiting Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen's house, trying to get information on why Luke is a bitch. is a bitch and didn't, you know, <laughs> right. goody two shoes and shit, a boy scout. You know, he ends up finding one of Padme's uh, decoys. You know, it thought it was Padme at first, but no, it's a decoy. Because remember, Padme had right. a bunch she, of decoys. This, this book, this, issue two came out like when? Yeah, like a few months ago. Okay, I yeah. Totally, I totally forgot about this. Like, I had, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot about all this. So, so um, this handmaiden, this... Uh, decoy of of padme she takes vader back to naboo you know because she's he's sort of trying to find out you know who what you know and and this this decoy is trying to find out how padme died she knows padme's dead and she wants to know who murdered him her murdered padme so she Mm -hmm. takes vader back to naboo to like you know get, get some information and find um the the the, the 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 disc that has the surveillance footage of Padme's apartment and they end up in the they end up in that place where they were in attack of the clones where you know where Anakin and Padme first hooked up and shit and they were you know Vader this whole time Vader's gotten a bunch of flashbacks oh I remember this place I remember yeah. when I fucked oh, I Padme and all this stuff yeah yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we were riding those big giant cow things and frolicking through the fucking fields and shit and skipping Mary down the line. He's having flashbacks the whole time, remembering Padme. So they get to the palace. They find, what's his name? Typho. The, he was in attack of the clones. You know, they find him and a couple of security guards. One of them's Typho. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're trying to find out who killed Padme. Um, they find the surveillance footage of uh, Padme's apartment. 
first of all, yeah, first I forgot I forgot all about this. So they end up going into one of those submarines. Remember in uh, Phantom Menace when they of go course. to the gun? Yeah, there's screen? always a bigger fish, right? Yeah, there. Basically, that that's probably the best part of the comic. So they're they're in that submarine and they get attacked by those big monsters and it fucks up the ship. They get the ship breaks open. They're swimming around and Vader fights them and like force pushes them and it's pretty cool. So Vader versus giant sea monsters, pretty cool scene. Um, okay. They get to the palace. They find the footage of Padme's apartment and it shows um, that whole crew, Padme's decoy, Typho, a whole a, a whole bunch of. Typho was a black dude, right? He was no, he well, he was like uh I think he was Maori. He was like uh Django's race, you know, the he had that thing on his eye. Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah he okay. was in Attack of the Clones. So they find the footage of the of Padme's apartment, and it's a bunch of just a bunch of people, and they're like, We are going to find Padme's murder and avenge her. And then Vader's like, oh shit. And <laughs> uh and Pat and the, the handmaiden's like, you know. Hey, we know Padme went to Mustafar and never returned. Same thing with Anakin. Anakin never returned from. See, they don't know Vader is Anakin. You know, oh, they're wow. like okay. Padme and Anakin both went to fucking Mustafar and never returned. We also know that Mustafar is your home planet, Vader to Vader. So we know you killed them. And then fucking Vader pops open his lightsaber, says, "Yeah, of course I did." And then, <laughs> wow! And then fucking the typho. They he goes, oh yeah, we'll take this. And then he presses. He's he's got like some contraption, like a button, and he presses the button. And they're in some kind of underwater dome, mm -hmm. you know, because they're underwater. And it's just that big giant fucking monster right about to like eat that dome. And that's it. Um, that's the last. So basically, they're gonna, he's trying to sacrifice all of them just to kill Vader. Just to kill Vader. Wow. And that's that's to be continued. Um, it's it's all right. I mean, you know, here's my thing with the you know, the, there's really no purpose to this story. Like, do we need to know Vader? I, I would much rather see Vader killing Jedi instead of wondering why Luke, wondering why Luke is a good guy. You know, right. I, I, I don't really care. I mean, they're just spreading spreading it thin. You know, but it's just an excuse to watch Vader in some doing some action scenes. You know. Hey, it was cool seeing him fight sea monsters. So for that, it's a three out of five. But is there a really a purpose to this book? Not really. Feel Just it. to yeah, watch, it. yeah, watch Vader do some cool shit. So three out of five. Okay, pretty cool. Okay, so now we're gonna get to Empire. All right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and knock it out because I, I I feel like I should knock this out before you get to your part on it. So, uh, let's see. So basically, how the book starts off is. I'm trying to remember what happened in episode well, not episode three, but that's X Men. That's that. Nope. That's something else. Anyway, doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> Empire. <laughs> Empire. That's what's going on right now. So basically, how it starts off is that you, we the the Avengers are back on Earth. The Katadi are invading Earth, and all kind of crazy shit is going on right now. So, uh, so basically, the t the big three. Captain America is leading the, the armies of Earth in order to fight the Katata because he's Captain fucking America. Why not? Thor is off some kind of vision quest to get some kind of ultimate power to beat the Katata because that's what Thor does. And Tony Stark is trying to find some kind of ultimate. I don't know what he's doing. He's just with Reed, just doing shit, just feeling like he's fucking useless. 
Uh, for some reason, he also has on, you can't see it, but uh, Back to the Future 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah, shirt I on. that, yep. Okay, <laughs> so, and, you know, basically, Richard uh, Reed knows all his passwords, shit like that. He's like, hang on my password. Oh, same shit Johnny would do. Oh, see, so I'm just as stupid as Johnny is now? And that's when Reed's like, oh, so, okay, I, I know you just talked about my, my brother-in-law called him stupid, but I'm going to let that pass, you know. Uh, while they're doing all that, this is when we get to the... Uh, the Wakanda scene, because like I said, the Katani about to fight the Katana, and it's pretty much the exact same scene from Infinity War. You know, you got the uh, Katani like going through the big dome. You got the Wakandan soldiers, your Bing B, you know, saying that shit over and over again. I thought again. it was your Bombay, your Bombay, your Bombay. Oh, that's I fucked it up. I fucked it up. You're right. It is your Bombay. <laughs> it's been a while since I seen the movie. Fuck it. <laughs> and so they're standing there. You got a courier. You got Shakira. You got some fucking ape fucker. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. You got the Fantastic Four there. <laughs> and, you know, and, and uh, Ben Grimm is just acting like, you know, what does fucking Yabambi means? You're like, oh, it means on, what it means for. And you can see, like, the Outriders and the Katati uh, fighting their way through the force field and stuff like that. He was like, uh, it means onward. Oh, and she's like, what did you think it means? Well, I thought it meant it's clobbering time. And that makes you feel kind of bad. You're like, oh, damn. So basically what they're doing is they're redoing the Infinity War if the Fantastic Four were there. Yeah. So... Kind of makes you like, damn, that shit should have actually been more epic because those guys were there. So, fuck it. Um, so, basically, what happens going on from there while they're doing all the talking? Um, that's when Koi and Swordsman are having a conversation. They're basically like, oh, we got to take out the Avengers. I, I'm the Avengers are no match for me. I take them out, even in their leader. And that's when, you know, uh, Swordsman basically says, oh, say his name, boy. He's the Black Panther. He's the most dangerous man on earth. Oh, and keep in mind, this is an exact reference to when Superman said this shit to Batman in one of those Justice League books, whatever like that. But basically, the point is, Black Panther knows how to stop the Death, death Blossom. The shit that they use to like, destroy plants shit like that. Black Panther knows how to do it, so they basically had to take out Wakanda and Black Panther if they want to, you know, continue their, their evil scheme, you know. And that's when Black Panther's, you know, we see him, and while everybody in Wakanda is fighting down there, he's having a conference call, you know, with, with Sue Storm and She-Hulk, and basically they get a... Uh, he invites another Avenger over, Avenger they haven't seen in a while, and the Avenger they invite over and find is, da, 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 shit, Mantis. So, yes, Mantis is a former Avenger. He was an Avenger before she was even a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. And if you mean, you're talking about what uh, Mantis we're talking about, yes, we're talking about that Mantis, the exact one you think we're talking about. And that's, uh, that's his mom. That's his mom. So, like I said, she's a celestial Madonna. He's a celestial Messiah. She's there. I can't get my boy. I can't get my baby. She's like, no, we're not coming to save anybody. We got to kill his ass. Like, no, we can't kill him because he's been corrupted by his father, the swordsman. His swordsman is putting all this evil shit in his head. And if we can just talk to him, we can get him taken care of. You know, um, and that's when Black Panther's like, yeah, I, I get it. Y'all want to have a talk conversation with him. But excuse me if I try to find another way to, like, settle this shit. And that's when we go back to the Kree spaceship, and that's when we got Carol, the accuser, you know, sit there with Super Scroll and Hulkling, all these folks like that. And they're basically having a conversation about what to do. And Super Scroll is trying to tell Hulkling, you know, the new emperor of this Kree Scroll army, is that he needs to destroy the sun. It's just wipe them all out because if he kills the Katati right now, right then and there, then they won't affect the rest of the universe. You need to kill this plague now while you can. Mm -hmm. And Hulk is just like, nah, I don't feel like doing that. And then that's why he's saying all this shit that's when he called from Black Panther. Black Panther's like, uh, 
he just like, oh, and before they, before Black Panther called, they also saying that we need to get rid of all the Katati on the moon also. What we need to do, stab Carol Danvers, uh, which is Space Sword, which they don't call Excelsior anymore. And I thought that was kind of weird why they don't do that, but that's another, another story. Uh, stab her, she'll explode, kill all the Katati, and that's all the ones on the moon. Okay, yeah, but you'll kill her. Oh, well, we don't care. You know, uh, and that's when he gets a phone call from Black Panther. Black Carol Panther Danvers was willing to do it too. She's going to do it also. Hulk is like, now nah, I don't want to kill another Avenger because she's basically like one of the most powerful people we got. We need to just kill her over some stupid shit like that. So that's when uh, Hulk gets and called. And destroy Black the sword at, in the same time. And the sword, destroy the sword at the same time. So Black Panther calls Hulkling. He's just like, uh, I got a plan. He's like, did your plan involve killing any Avengers? He's like, nah, I need to get your sword. He's like, you can have it. And then he just blinks it away. He's like, that's it. He's like, what the fuck you do with the sword? He's like, I gave Black Panther. He can have it. You're like, because I know what you guys want me to do. Y'all want me to kill some Avengers. This shit's not going to happen. Uh, so then that's when they get pissed off. And the two, like, you got a pursuer, whatever her name is, got a pursuer, and you got Cla- Captain Glory or some shit. They go talking. And then when Captain Glory tells the pursuer, he was like, look, I, I've seen you fight before. I know a scroll in disguise when I see one. You're like, so why are you here and why are you fighting on the Kree side? And she basically says, we're going to be fighting on the Kree side because I already knew that the Kree and the Skrull army, uh, the union was always going to happen. I always knew that the Kree was always going to happen, and I knew it was going to happen by uh, a certain bloodline. It's going to be my my bloodline. And it turns out that she is... Let me turn the page. Dun, dun, dun. Boom! Dun, 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 dun. I can't remember her name. Some weird-ass Skrull name. Anyway, she is the empress of the Skrull army that's supposed to have been killed when Galactus ate the planet. This was like back in the 80s or whenever John Byrne wrote the shit like that. And basically he said she's been setting this shit up the whole time. She wants Hulkling to rule for her just to be a figurehead so she can be really behind him calling the shots. The end. Or to be continued. Whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my thing about this issue before you get into the uh, tie-ins. It's dying down for me, Eli. It's dying down for me. I was like really hyped for that first issue. You know I was really hyped for that first issue. Then the second issue, I was like, eh. It was cool with Carol becoming a uh, an accuser, and then this issue is just basically like feel. I feel like all the exciting shit is happening in other books. That's what it feels like. Yeah, that's why I end up reading the other tie-ins. Yeah, that's what that's what it feels like because it's like it's too much for this to be some kind of epic book. Supposed to be like six, five, or six issues. It's not a whole lot happening. Yeah, we're halfway you know? through it, and and most let... of it's just explaining shit that's happening in other books. Yeah, that shit that's going on. The... And because I I was behind, so I read all three of these books in one sitting because it was a it was a kind of a dry week for me i was Mm -hmm. like fuck it i'll catch up on empire i caught up and i'm like well shit what else there's nothing else i want to read so i might as well find out what's going on in the other uh, going on on earth so that's why i read the the, other time yeah the floor is yours the floor is yours (laughs) (laughs) yeah what do you rate this uh it's it's a three out of five right now because the art is awesome right now but the story is just getting eh, 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 more and more so, yeah. so I'm gonna say a three out of five right now. This I was like really, really excited for the event, and now it's just like it's not a, it's not a lot of a lot of shit happening. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything's so. happening in everywhere else. Right. Um. So yeah, I read a couple of the tie-ins. I read the Captain America and the Captain Marvel. I was about to read the Savage Avengers until I flipped through it and saw Conan watching a wrestling match, and I'm like, fuck that, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, so I'll, I guess I'll do Captain America. Okay. So as you well know, the Kotati has evaded Earth. They're killing all the humans because humans suck. 
Um, there's a battle. They're in D.C. They're the, the like the army, the military, the, the U.S. military is getting overwhelmed by the Kotati. Uh, Captain America shows up and starts kicking ass. Um, the leader the or the general, the Kotati general, what's his name? She Quanth? She, she Quanth or something like that? See, I never got his name. I never knew his name. Yeah. So um, he's like fucking up the military, but then a sniper takes him out. Oh, shit. Takes out the general, the Kotati, she Quanth or whatever. But right before he dies, a bunch of vines comes out of his hands. And um, one of them goes into the sniper guy's mouth. But then he dies. The the mm-hmm. the, the general Sequence dies. So then the, the sniper's like, oh whoa, that was close. I thought he was about to kill me because the vine started going in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um then Captain America's like, hey, you guys did good. Um uh so they go uh they go to the Pentagon or whatever. The 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 yeah, they're the because there's a battle going on. DC's under attack by the, the Kotati. Um they they go save the they go back up the, the Pentagon squad take out the Kotati and it's like, okay, Cap's like, okay, we drove them back for now, but that's not going to last. Um, you guys got enough air support and, and backup to hold this, hold this place down. But we, the, the big fight is in South America. So, because this is a global thing, we got to go on the front line. So he goes to the, the major or the general, the military general. And he's like, Hey, I need a squad. I need a battalion of guys to go back up South America. And the, the, the general's like, nah, you, nah, I ain't giving up any of my men to go fight in another country that's not America. And Captain mm-hmm. Cap is like, what the fuck? This is a global threat. We need every human. They're here to wipe out all of humanity. We need mm-hmm. every human possible. Every human that dies is just a dent in our forces. We need to go back up South America. He said, nope, nope, that's, that's not our country. I'm not giving American lives for another, you know, you know, you know, what I'm getting at. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know? you were gonna get do a big Captain America speech, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna fucking give up American lives to go fight, you know, go defend some other country. Mm-hmm. Um, so Captain America's like, okay, well, fuck this. He goes, he goes out to the squad of guys. Hey, I'm Captain America. I never follow the rules. You know how I am. Uh, we're gonna go and back up South America because that's where the real fight is. They got it covered here. We got to go and, uh, you know, turn the tide of this battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes off. Um, meanwhile, the sniper guy, he's feeling sick. The guy who got the vine in his mouth, he's feeling yeah. sick. He goes to the general and he's like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be in here. This is off limits, private and all that shit. And then all of a sudden, a fucking, uh, like a plant, like, yeah, he ends up mutating. I'll try to get that. At, uh, I'll try to, yeah, he ends up like fucking like doing some like, thing shit like comes out of his mouth and kills the general oh like some alien shit okay yeah xenomorphs plant, yeah plant yeah plant swamp thing shit <laughs> right <laughs> and then we cut to uh south america and the kotati they're in the rainforest and they're like raising it they're like saving the rainforest they're like caught because there's plants so right. they're like uh you know and and the and one of the kotati like basically uh, lets his like pods or seeds go and they float into the air and they go into like this mountain. This mountain here, the mm-hmm. seeds. Yeah. And then the mountain turns into this big giant fucking monster. Okay, that is way that's a Captain America book, right? 
That's the Captain America. Why is it way more exciting shit happening than the main fucking book? <laughs> <laughs> Got plant monsters raising the Amazon forest and shit yeah. like that. Meanwhile, they're just talking and shit, you know, in, in the, in in the, the main book. story. Yeah. Right. So, to be continued. And I was like, damn, that was pretty cool. <laughs> See, this is the problem what Marvel is doing right now. If you're going to have the cool shit, have the cool shit in the main book. Don't be throwing all the cool shit in the other books. <laughs> so, I don't so know, this, this was fun. This is four out of five. We got Cap being Cap, being the badass that he is. I mean, he's, he's built for war. He's made for war. Yeah. So he, this is right up his alley. Yeah, he's yeah. doing Cap shit. He's like, you know, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to disobey orders. I'm not going to follow the rules because the rules are made up by these assholes like mm. Tony Stark. <laughs> 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 Fuck them. I'm going to go do what's right. So y'all got my back. And he takes like, it's like another Howling Commando. They even say, right. yeah, we're like Howling Commandos and they're going to go to South America. He got some cool so, like plant swap thing monster shit going on. Um, this reminds, you know, this kind of reminds me of uh, what I'm liking about the Empire storyline. I actually like the Kotati as a villain. I think. Um, I, 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 I keep going, keep going, because honestly, Eli, I want you. What you're about to say, and I think I know what you're about to say, is the main reason I want you to read this book. Okay, go for it. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, the Kotati are like the environment. They're like the Earth fighting exactly. back. Exactly. They're exactly. The, they're nature. They're nature fighting back against civilization you know that has cut down like you know it's it's an environment it's it's an allegory for environmental destruction and nature retaking I, i'll its take place. it a step further i'll take it a step further i think it's about colonial uh colonialism okay because yeah. because because the kree and the scroll both combined to conquer them at one point at a time that, that's right okay yeah 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 you know oh. with imperialism so it's basically like okay we got to do it because they wiped them off the planet. They, they wiped them out of the universe, you know, and I, 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 I saw that. about that. I saw I what I read, I, and it, it was kind of clear what they're doing. I mean, just look at, like, the architecture they have, what the Katadi is doing, and make make them look like that. And then it's like, okay, they wiped these people out. They subjugated them. They think they control them. They're, co they're combining as an empire. The name of the story is Empire. Yeah. So it's exactly. empirical, what they're doing. Yeah. So you have these two empires trying to fight them. It's basically, you can almost say, like, it's like a revenge. Like, yeah. what if, you know, these people that were conquered had a do-over to do this shit? Yeah. You know. That, that's that's cool. Like, I didn't even think about that. And I'm Native, yeah. and I'm like, no right. shit. But so I was like, I, yeah. I need Eli to read this shit so he can. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say it until you, until you read it. Yeah, first, I just know? thought of, like, this is, the, this is nature. This is the earth. This is plant life. Right, which is, which is that. Which is that. Yeah. 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 And that's, like, inherently, like, an indigenous point of view because they were cultivators of the land they lived in balance with the land and nature so that actually right. makes sense damn like i didn't even think about that <laughs> <laughs> like the conquer has become the conquerors basically that's what yeah. that's what this yeah. story is i'm just like yeah that's another fucking marvel fucking <laughs> event uh whatever right but and, no, and that's what it is but like, I, I feel like it's some deeper shit they are dealing with you know now how far they take it we we only halfway through the story yet we don't know you know yeah. i'm just pissed and, off that only half of the shit you know, the most exciting shit is happening in other books instead of the main shit. That's all I'm pissed off about. So Yeah, and what what this reminded me of though, like the Kotati um spawn. It reminded me of this spawn storyline that happened back in the nineties mm -hmm. where um fuck, what is it, the green world or whatever? Basically mm -hmm. Earth. Yeah. 
Earth is like another realm, a natural realm, like the green, the, the plant realm. And they're like, um, the mother and the keeper, they're like, they can't, they finally got to Al Simmons and they're like, okay, enough of you angels and devils fighting this bullshit war over souls because all you guys are doing are fucking up our realm, the earth realm. This right. battle is taking place on our fucking turf while you guys fight over fucking souls. Enough of this shit, or I'm gonna, or we're gonna destroy the earth and kill all the fucking people here, and you guys ain't gonna <laughs> get any fucking souls. And I thought that was so fucking awesome. This is like 20 <laughs> years ago. You know, right. spawn, that's why that's why I ended up reading the spawn book this week. <laughs> right. You know, it's almost like the COVID uh virus going on right now. It's almost like some people are saying that the COVID virus is basically the earth defending itself right yeah. now from us <laughs> because we are the virus. Yeah, it was a matter yeah. of time, you know. <laughs> because ever since the virus came out, yeah, we are in a baptist right now, but the earth is healthier, you got less air pollution, you know, the earth is is fixing itself with the virus. Like, either yeah. you guys are going to fix this shit or we're going to fix it for you. That's basically what Mother Earth is telling us right now, you know? Yeah. So I just, I so. really dig that concept. Yeah, the Empire, the Empire book is okay, but I dug yeah. the Captain America book. And you know what? Let's get in. Yeah, since we're talking about the other tie-in I read, Captain Marvel. Cause, right, because it seems like there's a lot going about because she, like I said, she is part of the Empire now. You yeah, know? she she is an accuser. And right. we're going to see, we see her that's basically what happens you know um in this book uh hulkling is like you know because the kree and the scroll they're like okay hulkling's our leader he's got to stop he's got to prove himself that's what mm -hmm. they're doing he's got to prove himself he's got to show that he's not weak so what does he do he takes carol danvers captain marvel is like okay since you're an accuser you got to go do you got to you got to prove yourself you got to go accuse mm -hmm. so i'm gonna give you a mission there's this planet this unionized Kree scroll planet um, that's being fucked up by a renegade Kree soldier. She's fucking up the place. I need you to go and accuse her ass and sentence her. So Captain Marvel goes to this planet. It's all destroyed. It was supposed to be like a haven, you know, for it was supposed to be a haven for Kree and scrolls, but now it's destroyed. She goes to the planet, finds this chick, you know, and she's like fucking going on a rampage, shooting up the place. And she just shows up as a like, okay, I'm Carol, Carol the accuser or Car Carol or whatever her name is, the accuser. <laughs> and the, and the chick with the gun, like, oh, okay, I give up, you know, I surrender. And Carol was like, oh shit, I thought this was gonna be a, a battle, a fight. Mm -hmm. And she's like, no, I've always wanted to see you, and I am honored to be accused by you. And <laughs> and, Car and, and Carol's like, okay. And then she uses that hammer and it like gives her the, it basically gives her the, the, the truth or whatever. She uh -huh. sees, she sees this chick's past, you know, she, she goes and sees her life. <clears throat> it turns out that this, this warrior woman, this Cree woman was like uh, an experiment. She was like a living weapon. She was made with all this DNA um, to be a weapon. And it turns out that the Cree DNA that was used for her, was Carol's mother. Hmm. So this is Carol's sister. Wow. Whoa. And, okay. So she got to accuse her sister? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And Carol's like, oh shit, you're my sister. She's like, yep. I always heard about you and I always wanted to fucking meet you. But now I finally get to meet you. So do it. She goes, why didn't you tell me you were my sister in the first place? She goes, because I didn't want to 
I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put any bias on you. I don't want to like <laughs> cloud your judgment. I'm here to die like a warrior. Do as you will. I just finally got to lay eyes on you. At, and, you know, now seal my fate. And she like kneels down to get, you know, to die. And Carol like, okay, raises the hammer and bam. And then it shows, it cuts to, you know, the, the spaceship flying away. And Carol's like thinking, yeah, me and the crawl got a, or the crawl. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy, the, you could buy two, two species. Me and the scree, or the scree. <laughs> <laughs> me and the Cree have a complicated relationship. And it's about to get a lot more complicated. And then it cuts her sisters in the, the, the cockpit with her. So she didn't kill her. She didn't accuse her. And that's where the book ends. So. I thought I enjoyed this as well. I had no problem with it. Um, I thought it was interesting to see Carol's what Carol is doing during all this shit, mm. and that little bit of human drama. I, I was into it. Three out of five. You know. So we reviewed a, a Captain Marvel comic. I did. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get attacked so hard by the comic haters now. <laughs> we are SJWs. It's five out of five, just to piss off all the all those comics gating sissy boys. Five out of five, motherfuckers. And here's the thing: they can't even hate Captain Marvel anymore because you know why? Because Brie Larson oh. has a YouTube channel, and is she that, like doing this shit all day. Is that like real? That's not Photoshop. That's real. That's real. I actually watched the, the video for real purposes, of course. Research, okay. Exactly. So yeah, that's her. They can't even hate anymore because they're confused. Like I hate Captain Marvel, but. I like her yoga video. So it's like, you got to pick your battles. <laughs> and can we please stop acting like, like Brie Larson is that hot, man? Brie Larson is that I'm just saying, she's up there. She's with, like, we keep talking about Scarlett Johansson and Elizabeth Olsen like that. Brie Larson's in that category, but they don't want to admit that. Hey, Envy Adams. I love Envy Adams. So. There you go. I, I heart Envy Adams. <laughs> right. So I don't know. They, they're confused. They're like, my brain problems. hates her. But my boner loves her. I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> What's that shit? Uh, yeah. yeah, like I have the weirdest boner. Whatever the fuck uh, Donald Glover said. Oh, <laughs> and the comic skater like hate stroke into her. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to feel right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So next one we're going to review. No more Empire. We're done with Empire. I guess we're going to do Cable number two. Okay. Now I got a confession to make. We were supposed to record this last night. But the reason we didn't, because of two things. One, I ate too much sugar last night and fell asleep. <laughs> but before donuts? I fell asleep. Were you eating donuts? Wasn't eating donuts. I, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck I was eating. I know it was a lot of sugar because I woke up and like, I felt like I had a lot of sugar. But not only that, I was reading cable number two. So okay. that combination of both put me to sleep. So hopefully I won't do that while I'm reviewing this book. So basically what happened in cable number two, uh, you got these two mutants that are not living on Krakoa. They're living just in uh, on American soil, I think in Oklahoma or wherever. I don't know where they were. Anyway, the baby gets kidnapped. So the baby kidnaps one person that don't like uh, child kidnapping, and that's cable because he was a victim of child kidnapping also. So he does this, if a baby gets kidnapped, I'm going to be the one to blah, blah, blah. And you know, it's, it's the teenage cable. It's not the cool, badass cable. And, you know, and the cops just like, look, Cable, I don't care if you can, a mutant that can shoot lightning out of your ass, you're regular, stay out of my way, stay out of my jurisdiction, all this stuff like that. So while he's doing all that, uh, Cable is actually dating the Stepford Cuckoos, 
Which one? All five of them. He doesn't care. This is this cable is a playboy now, so he does this. I, I don't remember what happened in this book. All I remember is that at the end of it, Emma Frost is pissed off. He she goes to Cyclops saying, "I don't like your son dating all five of my my girls." Have a conversation with him. He's like, "Okay." Oh, and he gets to fighting with. Remember Rom the Space Knight really? back in the eighties? Yeah, not wrong. Oh, but some dudes like Rom. I thought Rom was on IDW now or something. Well, that's the thing, because Rom back in the 80s used to be, you know, Marvel used to do yeah. his comics. But they kept those comics in continuity. I don't okay. know why. So the thing is, so the Space Knights are still a thing. Even though Rom is not that not there, the Space Knights are still a thing. So the Space, so last issue, whenever that shit came out, Cable found one of their swords. They heard the sword, so they decided to fly to Earth and they they fought Cable. They were like, "Give me the sword." Cable was like, "I'm not gonna get the sword. You give me the sword. Let's fight." Uh, the end. Yeah. Some other shit happens, but I can't remember. Oh, and Cyclops shows up. <laughs> this is why I'm sorry. This is why I fell asleep because <laughs> I read this book and I was like, "What the fuck am I reading, man?" I'm sorry. I, I know I'm I'm X Men because I was because you feel like you have to read a X Men book to know what's going on because you know Hickman throwing a weaving this web, you know this tapestry. So you feel like you missed one book, like, you know, X Factor came out this week. And I already know what the fuck that's about. That's about uh, they can't bring anybody back unless they can prove that the other person is dead. So they just do an investigation to make sure the person dead, whatever. So I didn't read that shit. So overall, this book, 2.5 out of 5. It put me to sleep. Hopefully, everybody listening didn't put you to sleep. Eli, I see you dozing off over there. So fuck <laughs> I'm surprised book. I got a two from go, for putting you to sleep. <laughs> the artwork was somewhat okay, but the story just like, uh-uh. I I will look back who wrote this shit, because I'm like, this the guy they got right? Because now I feel like we're getting the bottom of the barrel of the X-Men books now. Like, first they came in swinging. It came in hot. Now it's just like, okay, it's hot. Let's just throw in every X-fucking book we can throw in. Let's throw in Cable. Let's throw in X-Force. Let's throw in uh, X-Factor. Let's throw in Hellions. What the fuck is a Hellions? I don't know what that shit is. It's not an X in it. They're like, fuck it. Just throw the shit in there. So, I don't know. What would you got next? Um, I'll do that Spawn. What is it? Um... Uh... 308? 308 i think yeah yeah Boom. so okay. yeah so forgive me i haven't been keeping up with i've read like issue 300 and read like a couple more issues after that before i follow like i always do yeah. i always fall off a spot and then when i'm bored i jump back on um so basically i'm not sure what's going on all i know from this book there's some kind of battle happened and al simmons opened the portals to hell and now a bunch of hell spawns are coming out and Nathan Wynn wants to get these hell spawns and start influence them, influencing them to help them battle Al Simmons. And Cog is like, okay, I'll help you. Cogliostro. Or what's his name? What's his name? Cog. Cog uh, yeah, you, you said Cog, it right. You said it right. Yeah. Cog, Cog, uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so he's like, okay, um, Al Simmons um, got some medieval spawn armor. So he's like, yeah, we're gonna get ready. He's got, he's got, uh, she spawn and uh, what's that dude's name? That other character, I can't remember his name. Uh, the Redeemer. Yeah, I think that's his name. They're like getting ready, and Al Al Simmons got medieval spawn armor, so they're getting ready to go. Then we cut to this town in New Mexico, and this dude, his name is Javier. Um, he's at a bar, he's drinking, and then it shows the breast of the bar is dead. He killed all the fucking, <laughs> the whole bar. He shot them all up. And then these, the place is surrounded by cops. 
And like, we're, we know you're in there, Javier. Come out with your hands up, blah, 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 blah. Um, turns out that Javier is a, is a spawn, is a hell spawn. That's what um, he's too, okay. Yeah. Cog shows up and say, hey, you know, you can't just take over bodies. You know, every body you take over is going to deteriorate. You got about 48 hours before your that body deteriorates and, and, and you can't use it anymore. So you better come with me and I'll show you how to, you know, I'll show you what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they go outside, all the cops are dead. <laughs> 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 so that's basically, uh, so Cog and this, and then the Javier takes his body off and it's gunslinger spawn. And I was like, oh, shit. What the hell is a gunslinger? What the hell is a gunslinger spawn? He's another another hell spawn, only he's a cowboy. He's a gunslinger. He's a cowboy gunslinging hell spawn from the Old West. Okay. And he's he's like, okay. And then then there's these things called hellhound agents, and they're like werewolves. So, like, I don't know what's going on in the spawn. What the fuck, man? Is Is Al Simmons even in this book? Yeah, he got the medieval spawn armor. You know, I'm just oh. like, damn, all this cool shit's happening. And I'm like, damn, I should read more Spawn. Every time right. I read a Spawn book, I'm like, damn, I should read more of this. And then so, I so Tommy Spawn is still he's still he's still writing it right. I know he's not right, drawing it. Right, writing and drawing. Yes, the art is dope. Fucking yeah, Wait, it's still but Carl's not drawing it, is he? Is he? I thought he I thought he I don't, was. I don't, I don't think he ain't drawn a spawn book in, in oh like script that. and plot. No, Ken Lashley. Oh, he's doing the inks. Oh, but Ken Lashley is drawing a spawn now. Ken Lashley and, and, oh, and Todd's okay. doing the inks. Okay. And, the and thing is, if if nothing else, you're gonna have like a, a high end, like a high caliber guy drawing those books. Like Capullo started from that shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's still got, you know, it's Todd writing, so it's still got that over dramatic Todd McFarlane. Every time I read a, a spawn book, I hear Todd's voice. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like cut so, some of those words out, you know. Yeah. But I enjoyed this. This is a four out of five. I don't know what's happening, but it was cool. You know, I mean, then there's the artwork's gonna be cool. So yeah, I mean, it was it was fun. Like I like I said, I was like damn, I should read more Spawn because this right. was a lot of fun. Why? Why? And why? Spawn yeah. is the longest running indie comic, you know, continuous series yeah. of all time. So like, yeah, why the fuck am I reading Death Metal? This is dope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like Death Metal is trying to be like this. Yes. Yeah. They got even they got Capullo. Right, that's the thing. It's, they're turning Batman into Spawn. That's all that. Death that's movie. all they're doing. Raising the dead and all this shit. So. Yeah, fucking yeah, monsters and shit. That this was cool. You know, I might mm. check out the next issue. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, four out of five for the new Spawn. All right, so I'm booked out. You you got anything else? No, nah, the only thing I have I read was the Ninja Turtle Annual. Okay. Yep. I I had no idea what was going on. The Ninja okay, Turtles ain't even in it. What's the point? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's Shredder. I guess he's back from the dead somehow. Again? Okay. So, and somehow the Rat, I don't even know who the Rat King is. You don't know the Rat King? Yeah, the Rat King. He's been, he was on the whole show. I don't remember. Um, Okay. uh, This is, must have been, yeah, I didn't really watch the TV show. I had his toy. Um, uh, Shredder's daughter's head of the Foot Clan and the Mariah. Yeah, okay. Um, and then Leatherhead shows up. Good guy, um, bad guy. He's the crocodile, mutant crocodile guy. But he has, right. uh, he's a bad guy, but he has the, um. Because sometimes he teams up with him, so, you know. But he has the Krang monster inside him. What? Yeah. Okay. 
That's confusing. I didn't know what was going on, so I was. Just, I didn't really want to talk about it because I didn't know what was happening. This, but the <laughs> reason why I read it was an annual, so I'm thinking, oh, it's a greatest hits, but right because annual is supposed to be a, a one shot story you can get in, get out, and that's yeah. it. But and I, I, I read this and I'm like, this doesn't feel like this feels like, you know, another another continuation. I didn't know what was happening, you know, didn't feel like an annual, so. And so that's why I'm excited for the last Ronin. Yeah. Now we we gotta do a big blow up for the last Ronin. Now, what I'm hearing is the last Ronin won't have anything to do with this shit you just talked about. Uh, <laughs> it's made by Mariah Studios, by the original guys that made yeah. Teenage Turtle. They don't read this IDW shit. They just gonna read do that shit, and that's it. Uh, He's getting layered back together. We'll have to yeah. order some pizza, <laughs> <laughs> Calabunga, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be a book that actually a lot of people are excited for. You last, so the three Jokers and the Last Ronin are two books we're gonna have to like really concentrate on when when they come out. You know, because those are things like people actually give a shit about, not you know whatever the fuck we just do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, if you listen this long, if you like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have the podcast. I don't know shit. I know we got these comics, and that's all I know about. Oh, Geek's and kind of, yeah, Geek Sabs is kind of on hiatus right now till we figure out what's going on. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's right a now, lot just of go, go check out our YouTube. I've been putting more of our old stuff on YouTube, so go to the Geek Sabs YouTube channel and subscribe to that and hear some of our older clips. So that's what I've been doing lately, right? So you got, got older clips on there. Uh, if you've been trying, if you uh, we've had some complaints about our last two episodes that have not been on uh Spotify or iTunes, anything like that, we understand that issue was going on. So, yes, I have. Fix that problem for now. Where we are back on Spotify, this is, this episode will be on Spotify either tonight or tomorrow. Don't know what's going on. Uh, iTunes is still an issue going on right now, but it will happen. And I at least have the first 60 episodes of Comic Book Bullies on Spotify right now. If you want to go back and listen to old stuff. I've listened to, Eli, we, we come a long way. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to each each individual episode <laughs> while I've loading them on. Like, I was like, damn, we... You can hear you can hear the progression, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, anything else you got to add? Or? No, I'm 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 good. All right. So yeah, that's nothing in the books. So, uh, this is episode 160. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rihanna. Uh huh. Good girl going back. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Take three. Uh-huh. Action. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain, I hide your plane in the bank. Coming down like a Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we gone. We Rockefeller, we fly higher than weather. And G5s are better. You know me. In anticipation for precipitation, stack chips with a rainy day. Jay, Rain Man is back. With little Miss Sunshine, Rihanna, where you at? You have my heart, and we'll never be worlds apart. Maybe in Still be my star, baby, cause in the dark, you can't see shiny cars.